I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 479 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I've got an awesome guest for you guys today. Chicago White Sox pitcher Lance Lynn joins me on the podcast. Lance is a World Series champion pitcher. He won the World Series back in 2011 with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the team in which he made his Major League Baseball debut. Lance has also spent time with the Minnesota Twins, the New York Yankees, and the Texas Rangers. He was a 2012 All-Star. He played his college baseball at Ole Miss. And back when Lance was a kid, he played for the Brownsburg Indiana Little League team, which won the Central Regional Championship in the 1999 Little League World Series. So he went from Little League World Series to the Major League Baseball World Series in just over a decade. I'm excited to have him on the podcast today. Lance is scheduled to pitch tomorrow as the White Sox will be taking on his old team, the Minnesota Twins. Lance Lynn will be joining me here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Lance Lynn was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Major League Baseball pitcher and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, dads, and today is the perfect episode to announce that I have partnered once again with SeatGeek, and you guys can benefit. Sports are back, stadiums are starting to fill up once again, and you guys can save $20 on your tickets by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com, or just use the SeatGeek app, use the promo code FIRSTCLASS, and you guys will save $20 off your tickets. All right, and then Wednesday, we're going to go from the baseball diamond to the football gridiron as A.J. Boye, the defensive back for the Carolina Panthers, will be joining me here. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, to find out who else will be joining me. If you guys are enjoying the podcast here, please hit me with that rating and review. That always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please let me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Lance Lynn. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Right, Dad. Sports stadiums are beginning to fill up once again. Concerts are coming back and Broadway shows will be here before you know it. It's time to take your kids to an event and start making memories once again. And there's nothing wrong with saving a few bucks while you do it. My partnership with SeatGeek means that you can save $20 off your tickets by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. Let's go, dads. We've been cooped up way too long here. It's time to start enjoying sports and entertainment again the way they were meant to be experienced, live and in person. Visit SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS at the checkout and save $20 off your tickets. A gift for first-class fathers from first-class fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Lance Lynn. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got three daughters, uh, nine, two, and six months. Wow, very cool. Did, did you, uh, especially for the six month, did you find out what you were having? Did you do like any kind of gender reveal or did you wait till the end? Uh, we didn't do the old uh, gender reveal because it was in the middle of the uh, pandemic. So uh, we did it like a little mini one, nothing crazy, but we de- definitely found out. I'm one to want to know what's coming and, and get prepared for. Yeah, very cool. You tr- you're going to be trying for the boy or are you guys all done? 
I think we'll have one more and see where it goes. But then if it's four girls, that's that's plenty of weddings to uh, to take care of later in life. So that, that should be good. Yeah, I, I actually had it the reverse of you. We had our three boys, and then we got our girl on the fourth try. If not, we'd be up to five by now, but uh, <laughs> we got her, and that was that. So if you could, Lance, please, just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, yeah, I'm a uh, professional baseball player, pitched for the Chicago White Sox, and grew up in uh, a small town in Indiana, and uh, you know, just been blessed to be able to play a game for a living and uh, have a great family to support me and, and enjoy, the, enjoy the ride with me. Yeah, well said. And then uh, about how old were you, Lance, when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, I was 24, 25. And uh, it's just kind of crazy. You're in the situation where you don't uh, it's no longer about you. I think that that was the the best thing, Uh, you know, your first year in the major leagues and, you know, you're trying to do all that. And then things like that just didn't matter anymore because it was all about just making sure. You, you know, your family's good and, and everybody is taken care of and, and safe and happy, happy and healthy. And whatever happens on the field uh, just kind of made it, it did, just kind of didn't matter. It was a lot smaller because you got to go home and, and be dad and, and, and enjoy, uh, enjoy those moments. Yeah, very well said. What, what was the experience like for you? I know uh, you played in the Little League World Series, then went on and played in the, in, in the World Series in the Major Leagues. What was that experience like, that journey for you? And what was it kind of like to have your... Um, your family, what was it like to share those moments with them? Oh, you know, it was great. Uh, when you're looking at a 12-year-old kid playing on national television in the League World Series, it's kind of crazy. Um, and then you look at, I think it was 12 years later, I was playing in the Major League World Series. So, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome the fact that, uh, you know, my dad and, and my family was with me for both, uh, you know, everybody that helped me along the way, you know, through high school and college, you know, were able to enjoy both of those moments family-wise. So, when you look at it that way, uh, it kind of makes everything that you, you know, you've able to go through and accomplish that much sweeter when you have those people with you. Yeah, great stuff, Lance. Was your dad a part of your uh, of the team growing up? Did he, did he get involved with coaching and stuff like that, or did he kind of step away and enjoy it more from the sideline? Uh, he did a little bit of both. Uh, when the Little League stuff, uh, he stepped away and, and enjoyed it from the sideline, but uh, he coached me all the way. Up and then I was about 16 years old, where he's like, I, I've, I've given you everything I had, and he kind of turned me over to, you know, the high school coaches and, and on to college and, and let them do their thing. And, um, you know, he was like, This is about as far as I, I know and as much as I can give you, and then we're going to get people that can get you the rest of the way. So he was, uh, you know, along for the ride as a, as a spectator and a fan after that. Um, but, you know, definitely a proud dad. Yeah, very cool. And then bringing it back into you as a dad here, Lance, what would you say or to, what would you consider to be the top values that you're hoping to instill in your girls growing up? Um, just for me, you know, you want your girls to be able to, uh, you know, have the, their obviously their self-value and, you know, hardworking and being able to be good people and treat people with respect. So if they're doing all those things, they've got a good a good chance of having success in life. And uh, not only that, being being good people and helping uh, everybody they can along the way. Yeah, awesome, man. What, what would you say you enjoy most, Lance, about being a girl dad? Uh, you know, it's just kind of you, you see them, uh, you see them grow, and you kind of they change phases and all that. So I feel like every time I come home from a road trip, you know, there's there's something new, there's a different personality and stuff like that. But you just see them grow and you know mature, and they're so you know kind and thoughtful. And you just when you come home and if you have a rough one and they just give you a hug, it was just like, man, I, I, that doesn't even matter anymore. I'm good to go. Uh, they love me no matter what. So that's the, 
that's the beauty of beauty of having it. I know some guys who've had some boys and they can they seem to come home and they're like, Hey dad, why'd you why'd you give up that homer? The girls are like, Oh, I don't care if you gave up a homer, dad, I still love you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then uh, switching it back to to what you do here. Obviously, the pandemic ha- has affected everybody in sports. My kids, a lot of sp- all sports were canceled last year, and that really hurts a lot of the development for a lot of these kids because to miss a year uh, is cru- at these crucial points can be you know devastating to these kids that are trying to go pro. What kind of advice do you have? I know right now we got you travel baseball. Baseball is something you do all year long. It's no more just a uh, a summer game like it used to be. So what kind of advice do you have for the parents out there who have kids that are serious about baseball and hoping to go pro? Um, I think the big thing is is also let them be kids. I know that we want them to uh, you know work hard and you know have discipline and things like that. But you also have to make sure they enjoy the moment, enjoy what they're going through. Um, it is a game, and they have to enjoy it. When you enjoy it and you get to play it, it makes it that much better, and you'll be able to have that much more success. So, I say while they're while they're doing what they what they need to do by working and trying to get better, um, let them enjoy it. Make sure they enjoy it along the way, and, and don't uh, you know don't force it too much because the more they love it and the more they want to do it, the better off they'll be. Yeah, very well said. I know that they're I, I know they're young yet. Uh, this is one of the difficult things for me, like uh, as far as discipline goes with my boys and, and my daughter, I'm very different and uh, I'm definitely working on getting better at disciplining my daughter. She's my youngest and my only girl. So I definitely got to get a little bit tougher. I know they're young yet, but what type of a disciplinarian are you as a daddy? Are you a spanker, timeout guy? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a spanker. I, uh, you know, it's definitely, especially when it's your little girls, it's like, no, I don't know. I don't have a boy, but I still don't think uh, I'll be a spanker. Uh, it's just one of those things where you got to, you know, I try to, uh, over, uh, communicate with them to make sure they know what's going on, uh, what happened, uh, why it happened and why it was wrong and what we can do to fix it. So I think the big thing is communicating and trying to explain things and making sure they, they know, uh, you know, why and what we need from them and, and how we're going to be able to accomplish it. So I think that's a big thing. And when I was growing up, I, I was, I was raised by my dad and my older brother, so it was a little, it was a little different uh, discipline when you did stuff. It was definitely timeouts. And back when I was growing up, you had to go turn the TV by hand. So like I would be in timeout and my dad would be like, Hey, I want to change the channel and I'd have to go change it on my own. So that was my timeout. And then I have to watch like golf or, or mash shows like that. Uh, so it was really boring. So I didn't want you to be in timeout anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny now because especially with my older kids, it's like the, the real form of punishment is taking away the technology now. That's what that's what this has really become. Uh, whereas, you know, years ago, going out, telling them they can't go outside would be like the big deal. Now it's if you take away the technology, that's the, we, we hold that uh, technology like like currency over here and we reward them with that as well. So uh, it, and then uh, what was I going to say here? What about you? I know you got a six month old there. So what, are, what does your bedtime routine look like here, Lance? Are, are you a storyteller, a book reader, a lullaby guy? How do you kind of work it when it comes to bedtime? Uh, with the with the six months, we're, we're I'm a lullaby guy, so I hold her and I uh, just kind of sing to her, and then we get her out good. And then the the two year old was was the same, and we're now we're transitioning into reading and, and doing all that before uh, bedtime. And the in the obviously the nine year old had the same thing, so uh, we try to you know do a little bit of everything. As of right now, it's six month gets lullabies, and then she's she's out with her little sound machine, and she's good to go. 
Yeah, I, I enjoy reading the books to them. I, I, I tried doing the lullaby guy, but they, then they, they ended up staying up later, too. I can't really carry a tune. So, but I, And I love reading with the kids or, or to them is a lot different than reading with them. Like when they start to learn how to read, sometimes it takes the patience of a saint to sit there as they try to spit the words out. So uh, I definitely enjoy reading to them a lot more than I do reading with them. No, I hear you on that. And, but my nine-year-old my nine year old now is, is, I think she might be a better reader than me. So she kind of reads to me and lets me know what's going on. So it's definitely fun when you see them take that step to uh, understand what they're reading and comprehending it and, and getting through it and, they, you know, and a good pace and, and doing those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big reader myself. My oldest, he, you know, he, he's, he's taking that and he's, he knocks out books all the time. So it's always encouraging to see uh, each one is at a different stage. So, uh, you know, it's always fun to watch. And then ju- jumping into to the season here, I believe as we sit here, the, 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 the White Sox are second in the AL Central here. Uh, how's the season going for you? For, for you? I know you came back uh, off some injury. How are you feeling? And wh- wh- what do you think about the rest of the season here? What can we expect to see? Um, you know, it's going well. I had a little little hiccup there, went on the IL for a minute, but everything feels good uh, physically uh, in a good spot moving forward now. Um, we know we're dealing with some injuries as a team, but, you know, we're rallying together. We're in a, you know, a decent spot here to, you know, keep keep kind of grinding and, and getting through the season and kind of hopefully get some guys back that have that are injured as we go along here and, you know, make sure we stay right on pace to make a push for the playoffs at the end. Yeah, good stuff. And then how about as far as uh, have you considered anything beyond your, your playing career? Do you have any kind of goals or plans for when, when it's time to hang up the cleats? Do you plan on coaching? you plan on getting on the media side? you got any kind of plans uh, or goals for the future? No, I'm kind of see where it takes me. I know that I want to make sure when I'm done playing that I don't miss anything uh, for the girls. Uh, you know, I'm already missing some, some softball, basketball, and golf stuff for the oldest ones. So as we get going and, and uh, you know, when I'm done, when I have the opportunity to make anything I can, I'm going to make sure I'm there. And then if there's anything available, uh, you know, media or just kind of a little side thing to stay involved in the game, that would be great. But first things first is family when I'm done because, you know, they're putting a lot of things aside now for me to do what I'm doing. Yeah, awesome. And then the last thing I want to hit you with here, Lance, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Uh, yeah, well, enjoy the enjoy the process, especially when they when they can't move, because once they start moving, it's it's definitely you're on the run um, and be ready to take deep breaths and have lots of patience because uh, you're going to need you're going to need it. Uh, but it is a blast, especially when you see them grow and, and do things and, uh, you know, like start talking, walking, doing all those things. It's, it's definitely an awesome moment, but there's going to be need some patience with it along the way. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Lance Lynn, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Lance Lynn for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it in. Wednesday, we are going over to the gridiron here. A.J. Boye, defensive back for the Carolina Panthers, will be joining me here. Make sure you find, follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements. I got some great ones coming your way soon. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.
fruits and tails, as tall as the trees, and a soft feeling so.